Today's episode is brought to you by Cook's Nutrition Coaching. Cook's is the most non-nutritious nutrition coaching company you'll find. If you gave up on the tubbleware and cardio years ago, but still have some body fat you'd like to ditch, Brady's your guy. And Brady is your guy. I have a lot of body fat I like to ditch. And Brady's going to help me out with that. So, Brady has my backing. His approach is all about tailoring a strategy that gets you results while, while also agreeing with your lifestyle, favorite foods, and go-to game day beverages. And if you guys know me, Stu with the Village Idiots, you know my game day beverages are very important to me. I don't know how you have a game day without your, your beer, your hard seltzers, whatever you're into. But those libations usually lighten up the day for me. So Brady helps you keep those intact and keeps you having fun on your game day without sitting around drinking water and eating broccoli so uh yeah check out their instagram account cooks nutrition coaching and use the link in the bio for a free one-on-one session and the instagram account is at cooks nutrition coaching and there's going to be a link in his bio for a free one-on-one session hit hit him up in his dms slide into his dms mention the Village Idiot Podcast, and he'll take care of you. Yo, yo, yo. The Village Idiot Podcast, episode 341, I think. I get those numbers just like Joe Rogan. I don't think there's any numerical system to what he does. It's a beautiful Friday out here at Castleman's Corner. We moved back outside because going inside in the Mitchell family household was much more hectic than being out here among the squirrels. How you doing today, Jeff? Not too bad, Stu. A little tired. It was a long day yesterday. We had our first round of immunizations. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I'm not like your boy Cutler. We're going to get the immunizations done. We're not going to... Did he not do that? Yeah, because Kristen Cavallari was way I bet he wanted to, though. I don't think he probably... He probably didn't care. He probably didn't care. <laughs> That's what I like, I don't think he cared. <laughs> yeah, he probably it's didn't like, whatever. care. But she's the worst. That You saw she's banned from Chicago. No. Well, her... Like, her parents lived like two towns over from me yeah in Barrington. I, yeah that's where she's originally from right it? but i don't know like like they moved back or something i think or they never left i think her parents i think they had the beach house or maybe she's from a split family household okay like her dad left i just uh, know that they her they're very her parents well. her parents yeah they <laughs> they lived like had nothing to do with anything yeah there was no like hand-me-ups whatever you call <laughs> like taking care of your parents you know like they they were already independently wealthy yeah um no there was she had the balls to go out with some guy in chicago like in the camera and stuff after she divorced cutler and was making out with him at this club and all this stuff and the chicago people just came out and said you're banned from chicago you're gonna do that to our boy jay which I wish they would have had his back like they do now when he really? played. I don't, for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think. Does anybody? I feel like he, people his, love him now. His legend grew because of that stupid show that she had. Or whatever. I think that, and they realize. I think there is a contingency that realized one all his fault. <laughs> right. I mean, I think that you. We've we've talked about it. Like everybody needs a little Jay Cutler in their life. And just because he's such a enigma, and yet it's so entertaining, like you can just watch him think and not say anything, and just be like, "What's he thinking?" <laughs> what I don't know. I'm intrigued. <laughs> you know, like like I could just watch him just kind of troll around his property or whatever, looking for chickens or whatever, <laughs> whoever's eating his chickens or whatever's going on. Like I could watch that because I'd just it. be like, "What's he doing?" I wonder what he's thinking. But he yeah. Is he was for me like the Jeff George of that era. He's definitely the Jeff Very, George. Very like a comparable, definitely comparable arm strength. Except Jay probably hadn't beat by a little. Jeff George had a pretty damn strong arm though. 
But Jay had most people. Jeff beat. George <laughs> had a great arm. And he was actually... Um, but an en- he was an en- enigma, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Just another guy who didn't give a he shit. Was, he went to University of Illinois, had a mullet and a mustache normally, had a cannon for an arm. I can't remember. I think he was from... I think he was from Indiana. Where was he from? But he, you know, he ends up in Indianapolis. So that would mean around. both Jay Cutler and I think Jeff they George are from Indiana. Well, I have to look that up. But he was Harrison might actually be really spot on. I think he was from Indiana for yeah. some reason. But yeah, those two are are definitely the generational. Just you know, question mark. What what happened? Just guys, yeah, just everything you could ever ask for in a quarterback, and it just never really uh, the, came except to Except for life. the intangibles. And very, very, both very intelligent. Yes, yeah, yeah. Very intelligent, and you're just like, what's missing? Yep, he was born in Indianapolis, Indiana, mm-hmm. went to Warren Central High School. I'm a wealth of I'm useless knowledge. I'm pretty sure knowledge. that's where Greg Oden went to, is Warren uh, Central High School. I don't think it was Warren uh, no, somebody went to East. He went to West Lawrence. Look that up. I bet you, I bet you that might be right. I remember. that. There's somebody, some basketball guy who went to Warren Central. Because I wouldn't yes, know I've that known, name. I've known. I know. That I wouldn't name. know that name. My cousin. For my cousin was in. He lived. My my aunt and uncle were both uh, professors, and then my aunt became a yeah, dean. Yeah, Lawrence at, North. Yeah, like, who like I said. Who the hell played at Warren Central? But they, I went to. Have you ever been to an Indiana basketball game in the middle yes. of nowhere? It's awesome, and it's it's pretty cool. Like <laughs> like my my cousin was like I don't know like the third leading scorer on this team or whatever. He had a good game when I watched watched him. But mm-hmm. I went to a game and I was like, "There's ten thousand people, and I don't think there's ten thousand people in this town." And the basketball <laughs> wasn't that great, but I was like, "All right, it was kind of fun." But it was a great. Experience. Everybody could shoot Loved a jump it. shot though. Yeah, they were in. <laughs> Greencastle, Greencastle, uh, Indiana. My mom, DePaul University. My mom's family's from Kentucky, and it's very, very similar, very comparable. Like the high school gym and where my grandparents were when I was growing up, still hosts like one of the largest tournaments in the country. The yeah, Marshall we were talking County. about going there. But it's like eight thousand people show up to that thing. It's ridiculous. It's, but you know, it's. It's like football in the South. Uh, they say we're, it's different down here. Basketball, high school basketball, and I guess I'm, is that the what is that the Midwest? Mm-hmm. I don't. But Kentucky doesn't. That's not Midwest. Mm-hmm. Well, like, but Kentucky and Indiana are kind of the same. Yeah, Kentucky definitely lost out. Like the the Hoosiers thing. The Hoosiers are actually based on a team from Podunk, about forty minutes away from. My hometown, right on the Illinois-Wisconsin border, but uh, a, a team that was ended up guys went to college, but they were, literally had like six guys on their team. <laughs> but like three of them were like six five, whatever. A couple went to Illinois. I think somebody went to DePaul, but I think it's the Alden, Alden, Illinois, Alden, Hebron. Anyways, that area they, they Kentucky, I feel like it's slighted, even though they've got the you know they got the Kentucky Louisville the prestige, rivalry, yeah. the you know. But they Hoosiers could have probably been filmed in Kentucky, but it it's made a for very better. Similar deal, um, it, yeah. And part that part of Illinois, it's kind of almost like a little triangle almost there. Yeah. Um, Illinois is so rural around those parts. It's so flat and, and it's so rural. not. And it's like it almost feels like Chicago shouldn't be a part of Illinois. Like no, Chicago should just be. Hey, there's lots of people. The that, state of Chicago. There's lots of people <laughs> that believe that that live in Illinois. That don't uh, oh yeah, I've I've come. Ac- no, I came across one at Sweezy Sunday. Yeah. He was um, adamant, and, and he was. I don't know the guy's name, so I'm not scared to talk shit about him. But he was one of the biggest rednecks I've ever met in yeah. my life. It was. Very, very um, persistent in enforcing his opinions upon me, of which no, I didn't really care to hear. No, it's a very red state. <laughs> once you get out Chicago of, once you get out of, you know, the heavily uh, populated, you know, cities that are, you know, your Chicago, Rockford, Peoria, uh, there. 
they're very it's a very red state and they he told me Sweezy's Chicago. was a little too much big city for him yeah probably <laughs> which I found hilarious yeah which yeah. I, I mean maybe the vibe I, if you're from an area like that I could understand but for me I'm like this is perfectly not big city <laughs> like, oh, I'm telling you like the first probably three months in I went I went and talked to a table one night and kind of see that the guy was kind of looking around and you know whatever and and i said hey how's it going you know everything going you know all right with your, your meal and he goes he goes oh yeah he goes i he goes i was just making sure that you city slickers were doing it right over here because i just came to check it out and make sure you guys weren't screwing anything up over here I no like, i remember the first time it. me and my wife came in there i was a little taken aback um not because I'd never been there before. Like That's how we before. met. Yeah. That's how we met. Yeah. Well, that was my segue. Oh, okay. Beautiful right. segue. Right. <laughs> see, I even baited you into that segue. Yeah. <laughs> no, but see, like, I, we walked in there, and I was not expecting something like that out in Pleasant View, and was very... Because when we first came out here to look at houses two years before we moved in, <laughs> that... Uh, it, w- it was like third or fourth on the list. Like, we weren't thinking out here. But uh, Sweezy's was a big factor yeah, in the Mitchell family told coming me to that, Pleasant View. <laughs> you told me that a, you know, especially with your uh, with your bum knee right now, you, yeah. you said that you need to be within walking distance to a watering hole. Exactly. No, but that's one of your a, criteria. Like, <laughs> I was like, I want, I want a bonus room oh. or where I come from, a basement, yeah. you know, a man cave. And That's that was name. that was my like <laughs> non you know non starter like I could not budge on that you know the old lady she was like I want a bathtub you know like whatever like a spa whirlpool bathtub yeah. whatever deal and I'm like okay Would we can do we're gonna make them both no uh, yeah she loves them and it, and it, like so that's ago. everybody's got to have their one sticking point when they're picking out a, a house. And yours was walking distance to a watering hole. I love it. Hey, man. I am who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am who you I am. You did it. You did it. <laughs> and you had no idea in this little oasis. She, she calls it, Pleas- Natalie calls it Pleasantville. And she <laughs> she was thought I was kidnapping her when we got off at exit uh, 31 or whatever. Yeah. The first time I brought her to the house or whatever, you know, to show her where I live. She's like, we turned off. It was dark, you know, yeah, about nine thirty. She's like, she's like, if you lock the doors, I will, you know, stab you with, <laughs> with a. I think she could take whatever, it yeah, without whatever <laughs> sharp object I can find. Whatever. So yeah, it, it is. It is a, you know, yeah, it's it's a little, little bit of a mirage, you know, a little bit of an oasis. It's very desert like. This this we, little. This little village that they built. We love it. and But when we first came in, I remember we ended up talking to you and Mike, and but my wife was like, man, they're kind of short. Yeah. Like, just in the attitudes and stuff. But I know where you guys are from, because yeah. my family's from up there. My mom lived in Chicago forever. So, like, I didn't think nothing of it. My wife's never been out of Nashville, Tennessee. Her bubble, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is perfect for me. I didn't realize, like, you know, <laughs> like, there's there's people that are, like, in our, their 20s that have never been on an airplane. It's wild. It's wild to me. <laughs> but I've learned a lot of things. Like, when everybody, the first bartender we had, used to say, all right, be safe now, or whatever. And I'm like, why do you keep telling that people, like, they just had a couple cocktails. They didn't want to hear that. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, now it's in their head. Now you're in their head. Now you're in their head. Like, <laughs> they're fine. I watched it. Like, they're, they're not. And he's like, no, that's what you say. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, be safe. I'm like, that's, that's kind of well, like. That some, seems like an obvious statement. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's. You know, I don't think we used to be like to we used to be that. like with somebody who was walking out, be like, "All right, hey, you sure you're good to drive?" But here they're just like, "Be safe." But we've also said that it goes back to that the roadways are a war zone in Tennessee, oh, yeah. so I no, think that plays are. into it. I said the only the only place I've ever seen three, I only seen like five car fires in my life, and the only place I've seen three in one week is in this area. It's the worst driving I've ever seen. I want to go. And it's going to be free ads. I don't even know if it still exists. 
to that 41A Speedway down yeah. at the bottom of the hill. Well, there's, where, a, there's a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, they, you know which one's yeah. by the creek down there, mm-hmm. as they say around here, the creek. Creek. And um, I just feel like that probably gets pretty wild down there. Well, it looks like, the, it looks like the watering hole gets pretty wild, yeah. too, which is right adjacent to the property. Yeah, it's like it's, full, it's, like its own beach. Yeah. Uh, it's... It's almost like a little redneck Riviera. I d- no, that's what there. they call it. And there, <laughs> but I've seen it breaking them breaking down before on like Saturday nights, and they literally have like vendors and mm-hmm. RVs and stuff. And it's there's a smorgasbord of good times to be had there. There's I, no I don't know way. if we're if they're ready there's, for us though. There's no way I would ever go down there without a crew of guys mm-hmm. who are just ready to throw down. Because with the way I dress and my attire. Yeah. There's no way somebody's not coming at me no. with like a "you don't belong here," <laughs> like that type of deal. So I, I would fully expect that. Hey, I mean, but it, I feel like 15, 20 minutes in, I'm probably in. Yeah. You know, I just shotgun a Keystone Light or something. And I'm right there with them. The first place <laughs> that I ever visited in suburban Nashville, Nash- Nashville metropolitan area, was on the, our way to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. For um, a New Year's Eve concert, or whatever, widespread panic. And it was like, oh, it was 21. We were 21. And we stopped for the night. And it was on the 24 corridor. And it was called the City Limits Bar and Grill. And it was right next to, like, whatever quality inn we were staying yeah. at or whatever. We walk in there Sunday night. And there's a bunch of third shifters from whatever factory is down the nice. street. And they're like, what are you boys doing or whatever you know there was a group of us eight <laughs> ten of us I'm like what are you drinking or whatever and i'm like i'm gonna drink a shot of whiskey and whatever <laughs> beer you're drinking the next thing we know we shut this place down like five hours later everybody's exchanging numbers or whatever i'm pretty sure somebody probably lost an arm at in the mach- yeah. in the machine I'm shop the next day or whatever fit in with you. yeah yeah <laughs> Robbie didn't make it to work yesterday or tomorrow, <laughs> the next day or whatever. But we had a great time. So yeah, you just got to warm up to you know you can. It's like any any place. You know we we came down to uh, we made some memories at friends down the road one time and now now defunct now clo- since closed. But we we ended up ex- never closes, we yeah. ended up exchanging shirts yeah. like it was a soccer match. Uh, yeah. I think butter chips gave him yeah a sweezy shirt. It was after we won the Bloody Mary Festival the first year. And we showed up there, and there, by the end of it, you know, there was rounds being bought. I think it only cost about twenty bucks. It's like drinking in Wisconsin, you could buy a whole the whole bar around. But yeah, there was a shirt exchange. Why don't we True have story. a um, village idiot sponsored Bloody Mary tournament? No, I hate Bloody Marys. In the village, I do too. Okay, village idiot sponsored cocktail tournament. There you go. Yeah. Um, what 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 would it be called? Homemade entries. And then you can be like the taffer. Like, it'd be a rain. It'd be a rainbow of of uh, <laughs> rum drinks, I'm sure. Well, that Rock would just drinks. be mixed with stuff that was already in a can. What? What? What is this? What did you add to this? Hey, I mean, it's, <laughs> speaking of which, it's getting a little a little drunker in the village. I just got my morning coffee, and I didn't realize they had like wine in oh, a yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. They got wine in a can. I know you could like put a. A little shout out Rumple Skillskin and your coffee or whatever, but there's a there's a full kind of oh no they got a grab and go right bar they got a hard yeah. seltzer. Um, I still think the little pergola up there in the middle would be perfect for like a little wine bar or something. Oh yeah, just like that's a, a tiki bar way that, to happen. Yes, exactly. You would shut it down, but Sunday nights after everything closes, well, flights does good though on Sunday nights. You wouldn't want to take away from them. Flights is, is a pretty cool spot to go to. Yeah, on there's Sunday only X nights. amount of business probably on Sunday nights. Sunday nights was had, rough. Yeah. I had a, I, I worked some Sunday night shifts for for years, and it's it was a lot of industry people back home, mm-hmm. and then there was a lot of people that had been on just a bender all weekend, and they yeah. had already decided they weren't going to work on Monday. <laughs> so so there was there was some. I, I had a buddy, and he had he had a bar, and I'm like, why do you close at six o'clock on Sunday? And he goes. Jeff, you work on Sunday nights, right? Do I really need to answer that question? And I'm like, touche. I'm like, brilliant business move. Because he was just like, I'm not dealing with idiots on Sunday nights. It's not... That makes sense. I never thought of it that way. It's literally not a great clientele. A lot of problems. 
I, I can see that. I can see that. I think you're safe in here, but yeah, there's here not much it. business to come No, there's around. not. I don't think there's a lot of business. Um, hopefully that changes with some of the improvements being made um, with the amphitheater and all that stuff going to bring in some more business. You know, right. with the little short course golf course. They, I think it's a cool name. Here, <laughs> yeah, the little little uh, executive course. Yeah. It's even less of an executive than executive. Executive <laughs> course is a par three, nine-hole course. Yeah, no. Or 18-hole. But, but, yeah, you got to come up with a clever name for that. The but intern course. We were talking about it now as there's more libations being, you know, as Pleasant Bee is doused with, with more... Uh, Sin. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? And we're both dads, but I'm, you know, I got some time. But when you, I used to think about it when somebody dropped their kid off and they'd be like, yeah, I got to pick up my, my daughter from ballet practice and right down the street, I'm going to grab a quick beer and a shot or something. <laughs> I'm like, eh, that's kind of, that's kind of, I was kind of judgmental. I'm like, it's kind of <laughs> sketchy. But I'm like, all right, as long as we keep it like below three, I'm yeah. like, I don't like that. I don't. <laughs> as a bartender, I didn't want to want to hear, you know, that you're gonna be driving your kid home and you're like, that I makes gotta. Sense. But I'm like, all right. When I thought about it, I remember my like indoor soccer, you know, arenas had. Yeah. They had like the plexiglass that that was, it was blacked out. It was tinted. So you couldn't see mom and dad just yeah. just hammering just like shots the beer league hockey of JMO or something. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like there's I don't know what made it acceptable in so- indoor soccer, and I think that sometimes like in baseball, I don't remember baseball <laughs> like we used to have beer gardens in our softball tournaments, but that was like you know that was an adult you know those were adult leagues, but I I feel like hockey and soccer for beer. some reason. There's the boozing is involved with, you know, your kids' soccer and hockey leagues. Non-American I wonder why. Sports, I would think. Yeah. Because you know Canadians and Europeans is that yeah, why? Well, they party. Dude. Yeah, they soccer like to party for party sure. Hard. Oh, soccer moms are the worst. I though. would assume a sneaky one that's like that's probably golf too, like country club golf. Like, no, country club golf. You're you're on your kid's bag. You're the caddy if your kids at junior club golf. golf. Like, I'm talking literal, like, I'm a member of a country club, and my kid's out there while mommy's up at the country club sitting by the, the spa. pool drinking mint juleps or whatever. Yeah, like she's getting her nails done at yeah, the spa. no, I guarantee you that's a thing. But it, seems like, well, it, I, it, it seems like the Europeans and the Canadians probably are... The reason why? Yes, and, and at probably the root migrating to more toward... I, can you imagine how much more fun, like, a... Um, a baseball quad would be like the little league parks if it had a bar in the middle too. Oh no, I think it's got to be like a liability thing. Like <laughs> oh, you sure. gotta, you well, gotta most be of like them are owned by counties. Yeah, too. yeah, they're public parks yeah. and stuff, and there's some legality or some too much different. red tape to get through. But yeah, they, I don't know what it was, but there would be pop up beer like, you know, like a festival beer truck that they'd plop out if there was like a a Saturday tournament. Where we had an all-day softball tournament, but oh, that yeah. was that was an adult league. But it made for something like I'm. Not, I used to tell people like I'm not playing third base. I'm not playing I the did. hot. I'm not playing the hot corner <laughs> at the tournament because I'm going to have some beers. See, that I'll play first idea. base. I'll play. I'll play the one bag. But I'm like, you know, I'd be like, oh, I didn't bring my cup. But really, what I wanted to do is have some beers all day <laughs> while I'm playing softball. I played weekend warrior softball one summer, and I played shortstop. And by, That's fine, though. You by 11 a.m., I wasn't worth anything. No. Because on those weekend warrior things, you started like 7.30. Oh, man, we, that was the one where <laughs> we would be. it was tough because the night before. Yeah, the night before was what would get us. <laughs> like, I'll never forget, my boy, he, he actually just had a baby uh, the other day, but he was subbing in because so many people just dropped out yeah. because they went after it too hard the <laughs> night before and they, it was like 2.30 in the morning they're like hey I'm out for softball tomorrow I just want to let you know I'm like what am I supposed to do I'm like hey Pete you're up here. you know like you're you're our sub so then I remember he went to go <laughs> jump over a fence to grab the softball there's no fans there's no bleachers nobody's throwing it back nobody's shaking the ball he thought we needed the ball somebody hit a dinger he was in right and he was still drunk it was like 8.30 in the morning and he got stuck. You know how they had the the protective thing on the top of the fence yeah. that little ingenious somebody's make, you know, on a beach because they invented that little 
little yeah, half circle it's, it's basically thing. A well, he got type. caught in it somehow still, and he just was stuck levitating on the six foot <laughs> fence, <laughs> and we were just on the ground yeah. dying because we were all still drunk, I think. Yeah. And and he was subbing in, and he just we we're like, no, you don't have to get it, you don't have to get it, and then he just got stuck, and we we're like. All right, game on. Just play without him. Well, I think I and one reason I quit doing that stuff is the dudes who play that stuff are way too serious for yeah. me. Like I don't care that much. And, I got nothing left to prove. And they don't do. There's no leg days. No. Those guys are just <laughs> jacked. And they're I Final think score I think they're on the sauce. Yeah, like most they, of them are. And <laughs> then they and then they the reason why like like I said I wouldn't even play. There's no, no way I was playing like even jerseys. with the. There's no way I was playing even with the ba- the bag at at the hot corner because those guys were using the shaved bags yeah, and stuff, dude. and I'm like, get give me a break! Like you have a thousand dollar bat right now. Like, <laughs> we're not even in the. That was the team I played on was full of dudes like that, yeah. and we were really good. But I just could not invest the time. And, and now, luckily, this group was a bunch of good dudes, and they weren't as much like the teams we were playing, mm-hmm. but. I, there was, it was probably like three weekends into the season. It was like a commitment. Like we practiced and stuff like that during the week, and then it. I just decided to become like a director of morale, right. and I wouldn't go to practice. I would just come. There's a practice. Well, we practiced. Oh, you were in the upper league. Then. Yeah, no, we put like we traveled and mm-hmm. stayed in hotels yeah, yeah. and stuff. Right. But people were still getting ripped. Yeah. <laughs> But I would just sit on the sidelines or in the dugout and talk shit the whole time. That was way more fun than yeah. actually playing. No, we definitely had a coach for one of those teams. But and yeah, then I get remember mad when you'd hit it back at them up the middle. And yeah, yeah. Middle Shoot the open. box. Shoot the box. We'd, go, we'd be like middles open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have to be ready to scrap. Right. <laughs> My favorite softball guy is the fifty-year-old pitcher that bats left and just slaps it right over. Like in, he knows how to hit. Every ball where people aren't, there's ten people on defense in, in softball. Those guys are and, so annoying. Yeah, you got left center and right center. You got short center and like you got an extra player, yeah. and he still would be able to find it. I'm like, man, I'm like, God bless that guy because he's the pitcher. He was always the pitcher, we usually lefty, usually balls, a lefty. Man. Yeah, you gotta have some balls to be a pitcher. But he was always like the last. He was like the bottom of the order. But he was like the second leadoff guy. Yeah. You know, like they tried to do some some managers in baseball trying to bat oh, the, yeah, bat the pitcher eight. Down, but this yeah. dude was, he always got on base. Like his on-base percentage was like 887. <laughs> and he couldn't hit the ball. He couldn't even hit the ball 150 feet. He just, <laughs> but he was always on base. And he it was, was like great. And he was a great the pitcher. man in golf. Yeah. It's like playing the old man in golf yeah. who just strikes Scraps. it like 140. But uh-huh. it's. Right down the pipe every time. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what are you putting for? And he's or like, what'd you make? And he's like, five. And I'm like, how did I make eight? Yeah. How did I, make I was eight? hearing yeah. here three. <laughs> but no, he 140 every time. Yeah. No matter which club. He pulls the driver and can, 140. And, can chip, and chips it to like three inches. <laughs> makes every, every putt. Yeah. Has no the worst stance. Yeah. <laughs> no oh, I lost move. a lot of money to that guy. <laughs> Yeah, that was a guy who taught me how to play golf. That, like he was like that. It was, it actually used to piss me off because he'd be like, "You're natural. You got a great swing and everything." And I'd be like, "No, you're not." It's the most mental <laughs> you're game. Killing me. The only game, four-letter word, the only game golf that you, I haven't been anywhere close to being like, "Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I play at a decent level." Like, like I feel like I played a lot of things where I'm just like, I could play that if I really, you know. If I applied myself, but I have been playing golf, and I'm no better than when I was like nine years old, winning junior club championships. I have better moments, but never consistent. That's why I go back though. It's why it's it's like a drug. It's like the heroin of sports because you make one shot or one putt or one birdie or whatever, and you're like, man, you want to play on Tuesday? (laughs) What do you got going on Tuesday? Let's get back out there. And you're like, really, you want to play because you shot a one oh (laughs) nine? And you're like, yeah, but I just did you see that shot I made on on seventeen? I figured out I'm like a driving range golfer. You said that, yeah. You're like, if you give me on the range, I look like a PGA guy. And then as soon as we get to that first tee box. I'm hitting it 340 yards, 
completely right, like yeah. a complete right angle. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta set up for that, and really, that I, that, I, that is impressive I when you that. see. I, I did that one year. I had the banana boat slice, and I was like, I set up, and they're like, "Whoa, why dude, are you aiming it? What do you do?" Yeah, they're like, they're like, "What should I go move my car?" It's, I think you're aiming at my car in the parking lot. And I'm like, watch this, and it would it would go 300 yards left, and then come back 150 yards right, and I'm like, perfect. Pick the tee up and just walk to the cart. And they're just like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> this guy's a whack job. Still would make an eight, though. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Um, Speaking of golf, though, they were talking about Tiger Woods. I think he's defending the some made-up championship that's the Zozo. Zozo. I was like, where is the Zozo championship? The Zozo was in Japan yeah. all the way up until this year. Okay. Sure. And when you Zozo sounds like it should be... A golf tournament in, in Japan. Japan. Yeah, it doesn't make sense here. Wherever, where is it? This I think year? it's in like L.A. or something. I thought I, read I thought it. it was somewhere stupid like North Dakota or something. Right. Sorry, um, Castleman. Shout out to you. I know you're in North Dakota, but it's always the week before the Masters. I think. That, no, I've never even heard of this term. Dude, uh, it's yeah. The week before the Masters. Yeah, the Masters dude. the Masters got moved just this Oh, so you're saying they changed the date of the Zozo, of the Zozo. to pair up with the, Zozo. the, the Masters. Okay. <laughs> well, now I could be Tiger is at completely 82 bro sciencing this thing and making it up. <laughs> what do you feel like that they've been talking about Tiger breaking Sam Snead's record for like 14 years now? I feel like they've been... What's oh, that? You mean He's Nicholas? at the 82... No, it's 82. It's the it's the all-time record for PGA Tour wins. Oh, I thought you were saying... But didn't he, he break that? Hitting at 82 this week. No, so he would actually break it, hold it by himself. But I'm like, what... We've been talking about this for 15 Has years. Has not broke that yet? No, I, I, the I guess he hasn't broke. broke. I don't know. I thought the Zozo Championship <laughs> would have broke it. Is that he, what he won last defending. year? Yeah, so they um, they said that he's won 82, he's still tied. And I'm like, they've been talking about this for 15 years. But how impressive is Sam Snead, even though there was probably only 11 golfers, like I said, when <laughs> Bill Russell played and there was six teams, that's why it wasn't impressive. with wood clubs. But, yeah, but it was probably him and Gene Sarazen and Bobby Jones or whatever. But I love the fact that he won 82 tournaments and he probably drove – you know, a stagecoach wagon to him, <laughs> and he he a four T model, and you know there was probably only eight tournaments, but he won eighty two of them. That's impressive because there's now eighty two golf tournaments a year. Like there's more golf tournaments you can play on like fourteen different tours each week, and there's fifty two weeks oh, yeah. in a year. I'm not. There's a European one. Sometimes there's two PGA ones. There's a World Golf Championship one. Sometimes I always knew. Like, and I'll never downgrade what Tiger's done. Tiger's the best golfer ever, I think. Um, I hate the argument that him and Nicholas have, but where Nicholas, see, Nicholas counts his amateur titles, I think he had two, and Tiger doesn't count his in the in the count. I never heard of this. So, my, but Nicholas, Nicholas says those are majors. That the US Tiger won U.S. amateurs. Yeah, but three of them. Yeah, but he doesn't count Tiger's U.S. But he counts his. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's widely known that Nicholas is kind of an asshole too, but um, I don't think Tiger's ever going to be back. Like I think he might win a Masters again, but Tiger's not going to compete. It's it's sad. It's kind of like. Do you think it's like Gary Payton? Do you think in retrospect? Do you think? <laughs> do you think in the future they'll look back and they'll kind of forget about this, or like you know how nobody really ever people pretend that Michael Jordan with the Wizards didn't happen, you know? Like they just yeah. it kind of it kind of just goes away from the consciousness. Do you think that this kind of or because he won that Masters and because he's going to break this record eventually? That he's been going after for fourteen he years. He he'll break that record. He but won't get the majors. I don't think he's gonna get the majors either. I, th- um, I I thought that he could, but I don't. I think he could tie it, but I think that these guys are too good. And there's too many of them. Now? No, no, he only needs a couple more. Three, uh, two more, two more to tie. If he needs two more, it's possible he could just get them in Augusta, even if right. he just set out and played Augusta. Um, which you know is not. That far out. Look, of the Tom Watson. Tom Watson lost a playoff in the British Open. He he lost. He had a lead in something else. Like he almost won when he was like sixty. 
Oh so, yeah, well yeah, the so it can be done. It can for like some old dude. And if you get the right guy, <laughs> if you get the right guy, that's some young pup that it's he's going mano a mano Jordan with down the, Well, no, I'm just saying, if you get some guy that that is afraid of the aura that's like, that's got the lead. He's like, if oh, he's got the right guy going down the stretch, yeah. he could win another major at 58 yeah, because he's, he's wearing, wearing a red he sweater. Just has a mental breakdown speed style. It's that Spieth wasn't one tournament. It's just been, like, years of losing his mind. <laughs> like, that guy's a basket. That's kid. the toughest that's... thing about golf, though, the mental. Oh, it'll do it to me in a heartbeat. I mean, look at DJ. DJ's a mental midget, too. Uh, I've been on record as saying DJ's best golf, when DJ is on, being as good as DJ can be, is right there with Tiger oh, yeah. Woods' best golf. Payday, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... And DJ was after. I think DJ was the progression. Like where you saw, um, trying to, like, you saw uh, a Michael Vick and there's a progression to Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Like, DJ's the progression of that. Like, Mm -hmm. his. 2.0. Yeah, when he's on, DJ is absolutely monster. And he's just hitting, like, (laughs) he's hitting, like, 58 degree wedges. Yeah. Like, he's just hitting. He could just play with, like, four clubs. Oh, he's. He really only needs, like, he only needs, like, a driver. Uh, a wet two wedges and a putter. Yeah, and then and he's he, good. Yeah, he has like a junior bag. The yeah, kind of bag. he could have. <laughs> the, they call it a Sunday bag, where yeah. it's like this real. Like you're only supposed to carry seven clubs. He could carry seven clubs. Um, and and it, like and it's one of those arguments you're you're never going to really get to the bottom of. But if DJ was in his prime and it actually still might not even be in his prime, but the best DJ plays the best Tiger. Does Tiger have as many majors? Now the argument would obviously be DJ can't win majors. <laughs> he struggles. He doesn't have the majors. mental. DJ wins in spite of himself. Yeah, yeah. I watched. I watched a, DJ at Oakmont. I was there Sunday. He's up there at the U.S. Open. I was there Father's Day. It was hotter than balls. There was no shade, and I watched DJ and he hung on there, but a, but he had a huge lead. And that was when he got the penalty and everything, and I thought he was going to fall apart, and he ended up holding on. But he just doesn't – he doesn't have that – Ricky Fowler doesn't have it. There's no. only a few guys that have it. You know, obviously, your boy has it. Oh, Brooks has it. Brooks has it. Brooks, and it, it's, Brooks doesn't have it. But it's a like huge it. advantage. Brooks and has thought, to win in spite of himself like the opposite. Yeah, way. the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He has to get up. Physically. He, he wins mentally over physically. Yeah. DJ wins physically over yes, mentally. Absolutely. No, I get it. No, it's it's golf. And there's not a lot of golfers that have that game. that have that, you know. Like look at look at a guy like Ian Poulter. He can do it or Sergio not Sergio, eh, kind I, of Sergio. I in Ryder Sergio. Cup competitions, in competitions that don't really Which I love. that that don't <laughs> mean anything for monetary value or necessary prestige over here. Those guys are like Teflon animals. dons. They're animals. I've seen him. I've been there. And Ian Poulter is just a sniper. Uh, he's he's an assassin. Rips your heart up. Ian Poulter can't win. He can barely win. You know the 3M Classic in Greenbrier. Justin Rose is one of those that in the Ryder Cup he'll just absolutely destroy. You. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Justin Rose was <laughs> yeah. the other one. Yeah, that was the other one that I was trying to think of. No, he'll destroy. I love Justin Rose. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Um, no, golf's, golf's a crazy game, and I'm glad we spent some time on golf because really the football slate this weekend just really isn't yeah, well, much to There's actually a game tonight, Wisconsin, Wisconsin and Illinois. I don't know. So, they, they knocked them off, I think, last year. We'll see. I think Wisconsin might be – Wisconsin's Wisconsin. I don't know what. Yeah. They're like the Virginia Tech of the Big Ten. I said <laughs> I was – I mean, I hate Wisconsin. I was, I, I was offered a – a shot to walk on as a kicker at nice. Wisconsin, and it was stupid. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. My brother got a lot of offer, or a lot of material, more material than anything in any sport, to play quarterback at Wisconsin. Yeah. And my dad's like, "Nah, there's like five quarterbacks signed." And I go, "I don't care. They sign everybody that's six five and can run an offense." Because they just hand it off and they yeah. can throw a little bit and they're durable and they're big it's and they're the same smart. Thing. No I said we gotta go and he never he never pursued it. But I was <laughs> like that would be awesome if he was just the quarterback at Wisconsin. Now it's supposed even to though be I hate Wisconsin. Of, I've never been to Madison. It's oh, I've supposed been. to be one of the more fun places 
to watch a college football game? I went straight Bears attire. I was like 21. Yeah. I have a friend. We yeah. went to a game and just went head to toe in Bears attire. Um, shaved my head that day. <laughs> I was mean. I was just mean mugging everyone. It was great. Let's do it. That's what I did. We used to go. I used to just mess with people in Wisconsin. But yeah, oh, but yeah, they're there. It's a good town. Madison's a good town. But yeah, the uh, there's not a lot going on for sure this weekend. You know, the Tennessee Alabama we kind of talked about. Whatever. We'll see, yeah, we we'll see what happens. I don't think I don't even want to spend any time about that. You got the. We said that I want to watch Cincinnati and SMU see. That if, might be the best game. If this there's well, how is Cincinnati number eight, and if they keep winning, will they stay there and people just keep jump leapfrogging them, or will they move up, even though they didn't play anybody really? But yeah. SMU is ranked, and then you got. We already talked about Minnesota, and Michigan, and you know Georgia's going to Kentucky. Yeah, I don't think. You know, Stoops is gonna nothing to see there. Pull that off, but he could. I mean, that's this that's is one of those weekends that there's five million games. That like, there's a shit ton of games again, but none of them are great. Like no. it's um, NFL slates, kind of. That's pretty weak too. So so you got the Titans and the Steelers is the game of the week yeah, for sure. Well, now and we're talking Mitch trade rumors, which. I say trade him. Dal- yeah, I, I, I say you keep him. Want him. <laughs> D- Dallas and Cleveland. But what do you get for him? I don't know. You don't get anything, but you're not going to get anything for him anyways because yeah. he's walking after this year because they declined the options. So he's a free he's agent. Like he, this is his Mario. This is Mario. This is his Mariota year. Yeah. So he's walking. And see it. Maybe get a couple draft picks out of it or something. I don't think they'll even it. get that. I don't. They'll just get a couple bodies. But I, I say you want to keep him. And I love, I will be there at the, you know, at the parade if somehow this fairy tale, and it'll <laughs> always end, end like a dumpster fire because it's Chicago, but Nick Foles has never started more than 13 games in a season. He start, he started game four, I yeah, believe. So yes, came, came in and gave three. Came in game three. So he literally, and they look like they, they should be a knock on wood. A, a play, yeah, including playoffs. So he's. So he's gonna have to break. So his he's record. gonna have to break his record. <laughs> but what if Mitch comes in and it's the reverse of Nick Foles? What you're saying with is, the Eagles and Mitch comes and takes over. That's the best. What you're way asking to, for, for is when Tua went down after Jalen Hurt after he took Jalen Hurts' job, he went down in the Georgia game right. and Jalen Hurts came back and won the game for him and. Took him to the national title game. Right. Is that is that what we're? Yeah. I want. Well, I want the Nick Foles, Philadelphia Both, Eagles in 2017. <laughs> but then they can give it back. They can give it back to Foles after this year. Yeah. But I want Mitch to go out and be like, all right, Mitch, now you can go. You know have an I mean? NFL career somewhere else or whatever. But I still think we gotta get we gotta get that out there. The starter reliever, that is the perfect role. And think about how tough it would be to practice for that. To give up on Foles and Mitch and just bring in Fitzy. Just trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because yeah. that guy does not need an offense. He'll just run around like a crazy man back then. Yeah, he looks like the, <laughs> he looks like the guy that had six beers and he's playing all-time QB you know, on the Thanksgiving football game with the extended family or whatever. When I get my beard going, I've been mistaken for Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> quite, quite yeah, often. Yeah, I can see that a little I, bit. I actually had... My club in Clarksville, the little golf club, a guy walked down the range to me and thought, he was like, I just thought you were Ryan Fitzpatrick. I was like, <laughs> On a Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, no, it's considering it's week three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Clarksville, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, dang it. You found, it dang was, it, you found me. God damn it. It was a Tuesday, and they hadn't named two of the starter over me yet. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm Ryan Fitzpatrick. But Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard, so it's He's like, so I, don't, I don't feel bad. Like, I feel like this is just him this is an extenuation of like college for him where he's just waiting to do the real world where he's like most people hang on to football and he's just delaying the fact he can make so much more money and probably a bigger impact on society but he's he's choosing to do this you know there's no telling what he'll do when he's done especially like it almost he might like he might Cure coronavirus. Yeah, he's getting he could his corona, seed money. Cure coronavirus. He's just building the. It's like his entire NFL career is a GoFundMe. 
for mm-hmm. whatever he's going to do afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like right. the, the dude's clearly a genius. Yeah, like, he's going to be for sure <laughs> have one of those Mark Cuban companies where oh, yeah. he's going to like he'll own you know an NFL team or something, and they'll be like, "What did you invent?" And he'll be like, "Yeah, you know that guy that you know owns all the cell phone companies in Mexico or whatever." <laughs> yeah, like something like that. Yeah, you know, just where something he's, that you can't even figure out. Like, why. Well, like I didn't even know that was a thing. Because <laughs> yeah. there, there's some people out there where you're like, "Wait, I that's what they did. That's how they made all their money." Of. Yeah, <laughs> you know the cartels got out of the drug game, like got out of marijuana and went into avocados. Uh. You know, I've noticed <laughs> that the avocados seem like a better product than they used to be. It's, it's a always thing. a thing in restaurants where avocados. No, how do you doing keep their them? Hard drug thing, but they they quit messing with the weed because well, you know they got so the... legalized in America now. Right. They're like, let's go to avocados and start shaking people down. Well, they <laughs> there has definitely been oh, a not listening a. <laughs> a improvement in the avocados in the last couple of years I've noticed because that's usually a risky business to have you know if you're a Mexican restaurant avocados is you know it's just a tough it's a tough it's game it's a tough way to go man it's a tough game there, there's so much spoilage and you get cases that are just garbage dude and every time we buy avocados for the house they end up going bad like I I don't even like buying them unless I know like I'm going to use them that day. Do you think that the cartel has lowered the price too? Do you think the economy, the the big scale macroeconomics of it? Because I feel like the avocado price has gone down too in the last couple of years. Maybe this is a big. I don't. Maybe uh, to stores. I don't know. I don't know. Big avocado. Well, you know they're undercutting some. They're, you know, they're. Oh, I literally in. Yeah, and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know. But no, that's a real thing. I was reading about that yesterday. Um, I think we got the big the big farmer's market this weekend. Oh, jeez, yeah. Is that this weekend? I've, I've heard there's like 24, 25 vendors. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I'm, I don't even know where it's actually taking place in the village. but I'd be afraid to start... To have an avocado stand at the, at the <laughs> farmers market. Don't let the cartel. Don't don't let the boys come they, up from yeah. Juarez. They used to. They used to say back in my my hometown there was never a Dunkin' Donuts. There was no no Krispy Kreme, no Dunkin' Donuts, and they said that the mob owned the local mom and pop Country Donuts. People <laughs> like Country Donuts is great. Like I'll see still see something. They'll be like Robbie Gold was at Country Donuts the other day, and he loves. He said he loves it because his in laws live in. Crystal Lake or something, and I'm like, Country Donuts, there's nothing great about it. They just never <laughs> opened any other donut stores in this town of 75,000 people. But they said it was because of the mob, so I bet you. I got you know, hoodwinked. It's a dangerous don't. It's a dangerous game getting into the avocado game. I got hoodwinked when I moved up to Tennessee because I thought Shipley's was like a one donut, like a one place. Like it wasn't a chain. Oh, chain? Yeah. It's a chain. Yeah. And and I got hoodwinked. Everybody's telling me. What the sour taste. Yeah. You know? I wasn't, wasn't into it. I think Pleasant View could use a badass donut shop. Like, well, no, we got the, the Big little Mike's big, little. Yeah, the little donut he, He's actually wants to come on here. So we'll have to get right. Big Mike and his little donuts on here or something. I don't know. We, the way that our first interview went, we might. We, 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 we should stay away from interviews. <laughs> for interviews for I saw. I heard a great interview, though, on. Uh, on the Big Cat show, uh, was it my take? Oh my God, McConaughey! Excellent. Dream guest would be like <laughs> me in my like, like early twenties, just so I could go back to seeing what was going rattling around in my cage. But McConaughey, I mean, people are like, Rogan people always are like, what would you do? The well, that 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 makes it a little less impressive. Will, I don't on, know how you can. He's on a press How can course. you duplicate that? How can you, if you're a McConaughey on a press tour, can you just bring it like that? Well, Every I'm going to listen to all these interviews. He, he could probably be the one person that could just bring it, do a totally different interview, not recycle anything. He did, regurgitate. Though, Rogan one. And he I did, was, see, I don't I like won, that. I turned it off immediately because I didn't want to. You didn't want to. Yeah, I just didn't want to ruin him. For, and I was proud of the part in my take, guys, for getting it first, too. I thought that was cool. And they did a good interview. Yeah, no, they did. Uh, well, they're easy to get along with. But when McConaughey said, because I guess the whole deal is he's got a book coming out. Yeah, Green Lights. Which, and they brought up one thing that I completely agree with, and I don't read either. 
But uh, that is a definite audiobook I... purchase. Like yes, that the fact that he performed his own audiobook. Oh, my birthday! My birthday is coming up, and I'm asking. <laughs> like, that's what. That's all I want for my birthday is McConaughey's. You know, so I can listen to it on the drive. Like the audiobook epic. of McConaughey's like, autobiography. I don't know if he should have even came out with the hard copy. If he's gonna have the audiobook, if somebody else was reading the audiobook, I would understand. But his audiobook will be like a theatrical. I think it production. should have came just the journal like entries that he reads, like to see his little scribbles, like his yeah. shorthand and what, like what just he put. Recreate he, the journal. They said that one. Okay. They're like, well, what did you put in there? Like what? Just what you ate and what you did that day. And he's like, sometimes. It was just one word where I was like, I'm going to write that down. My favorite and he's like, thing. I just wrote down a word. And he's, and I'm like, damn, that's they, awesome. They asked him, they said, so why do you keep a diary? Or why do you keep a journal? And, and he said, um, a lot of people think it's because it helps me remember stuff. And he goes, I write it down so I can forget it. Right. I was like, that's genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's so genius. And actually pretty simple to come up with. <laughs> like, that was a nice little antidote. I thought about getting a tattoo. <laughs> Dude, he is very knowledgeable about sports. And, you know, obviously he's a big Texas guy. You know, that I didn't realize he was a Washington, Washington football team yeah, guy. Washington Redskins football team, whatever. Formerly known as. But, yeah, there's some great... That has got to be, that's the number one bestseller for ever. Like, you just, because that's just going to spread. Like, hey, did you read? Did like, you like read that would be it? like water cooler talk. Like, would you wouldn't even set that down. I could probably just read that the whole thing in one And then sitting. you think again, well, like his um, commencement speech he did, mm-hmm. I think it was for SMU, actually, not Texas. It's one of the all-time, like, most... Yeah, yeah, I remember. It, it was a, it, it was like a YouTube sensation yeah, or something. Yeah, it was so good. Um, then he did the whole let it rip thing yeah, from the sideline. He's just a. I, I'm a huge fan of McConaughey. I actually went through a summer back when Livestrong was big, where I just thought I was McConaughey for the summer. I I even bought um, road bikes, tried out cycling, never wore shorts. Or you shirt, are a strange shirt, individual, shorts, for sure. Started running. I even had some McConaughey <laughs> gear. He had a clothing company called JK Living. Yeah, no t-shirts, though. <laughs> no, it was a t-shirt, oh, okay. but you basically wrapped it around your head. Yeah. <laughs> you wore it like a bandana. And the graphics on it were made as to where if you wore like a shirt, you had no idea what it said. But if you wore like a bandana, it made sense. <laughs> like... In in all McConaughey's glory, big fan of McConaughey, but uh, yeah, so yeah, farmers market this weekend. Farmers market this weekend I'm is. I'm trying to think what else is happening this weekend. That guy barely. Well, we've got hurt. bears. We got bears Rams on Monday. That's no, that's a good game. It's a good game. The Rams. It's a um, barometer game. It's a very good barometer game. Yeah, um, kind of scary actually. A little bit. <laughs> it's a little scary. Um, Aaron Donald's scary. That He's guy a very is very scary individual. That guy is as good as it gets. And I remember they I wanted them, them so bad to draft him, and they were going to supposedly draft him, but St. Louis drafted him even though they didn't need to. The Rams, one pick ahead of the Bears that year, he went like eleventh. I did lose some respect for him when I found out the knives he trained with in the off season were fake. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah, he has this whole video where he rushes people with knives. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you would assume they were fake, but it'd be stupid to make a video of doing it with fake knives because you wouldn't be scared about getting cut. So This is what you yeah. do. This, this is why I'm not on Twitter. I feel like you lose brain cells when you go and... This is the type of stuff Dude, that you I find on Twitter. the Twitter sphere. No, no, I don't even see that on Where do Twitter. you get this stuff from? I just you just stumble upon the dark things. web. Like no, I don't even probably probably more like um, YouTube. Just yeah, 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 holes, yeah, yeah. Where you'll be on one thing and, and it just it, it bleeds into the next. The yeah, next video starts in five, four, three, two, yeah. one. I know what you're saying. You don't even know where you're at right. anymore. So no, <laughs> but like, why would you train with fake knives? Because in your head you know they're fake, so you're not good. You don't care if you. So it, I kind of lost a little respect for him right there, but I wouldn't tell him that to his face. Um, what else we got? 
I feel like he's one of those people that like where you're always like, if can you really kill someone with a bear hug? But like maybe he could kill someone with a bear hug. Oh, it's very possible. You know, he's only like five eleven yeah. too. <laughs> I just I remember see that I had I always had the Pittsburgh pipeline, the Larry Fitzgerald. The, you know, like the the running backs, um, McCoy, yeah, um, Aaron Donald. And that's because Notre Dame always played Pittsburgh like three out of four years, even when, you know, they didn't even have the, conf- the conference affiliation. And Pittsburgh always has some talent, never really puts, never really has a team, but always has somebody where I'm like, you watch this guy. I remember I would tell my college roommate, I'm like, watch this guy, dude. This is the, they're going to be one of the greatest receivers of all time. It was Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. And like, look, Deshaun McCoy, like, this guy is really good. Watch this guy. And that was what I saw in Aaron Donald at Pittsburgh. But, yeah, he's just a – he's a generational talent. He's the he Warren is. Sapp of this generation. He is. And I he's feel probably like more consistent than Warren Sapp. Like, he's not going to have a lot of problems getting the Nick Foles season. No, and, the, <laughs> and you know, they lost their best lineman, yeah. James Daniel. So they, they said – that was one of the trade rumors. They said that they could trade Mitch to the Browns for – uh, a guard, not a guard I never heard of, but they needed the help, you know, on the interior line or whatever. Know, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. How do you feel about this game? I mean, it's like I feel like low scoring, maybe. Well, if 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 there's anything, that's what we want, right? Because the Rams, you, you the Rams them? are so up and down, and they could just they could lay it down. No, they're better than the Falcons, obviously, but they're mm. similar to the Falcons, where they can just all of a sudden go for sixty-five points. Just because yes. uh, McVay. I like, I yeah. Very, very good. That, that Rams-Chiefs game <laughs> a couple years ago. Remember the Rams-Chiefs game that went yeah. overtime? That was awesome. All of a sudden, they just that was one of the better. Up. That was one of the best games I've ever watched. <laughs> they just blew up. But they could also just score nine just points. They could score nine points. Yeah. It, it all, they're, they're weird. They are weird. What you hope is you get the one the Rams where they want to kind of make it messy. And... Um, or that where they just don't show up to put points on the board, right. and the Bears can make it a little messy and let that defense work because our defense, I'm pretty confident in. Like I said, they're making strides. Yeah. So other than that, what yeah. about the what about the Titans Steelers? High scoring, low scoring, middle of the road. I think the Steelers probably drub the Titans. If you want to know the truth, um, Big Ben's just going to probably bring middle it. of the road. I think, and. and I'm not a huge fan of this guy, I, but I do think Taylor Lewan being out for the season hurts them. Uh, He's still going to do his podcast, too. I, I, I know his that. Podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why you like him. I know. I don't like Taylor Lewan, oh, okay. period. I, now, I don't like saying that either because we live in the same general vicinity, and one day I might have to. <laughs> Have to answer for what? Taylor does Taylor Juan have a barbed wire tattoo around his arm? More than likely, but I think he's gotten it covered up. Right, like he's one of those. That was one of those. That was one of the worst things about Brian Urlacher is he had the barbed wire. It's terrible, but he did that in college. Like I think he did it. The thing I hated about Taylor Juan, we're like, yeah, I was stupid too in college. The past two years, like he talks a whole bunch of shit, and it seems like he's always the problem. Like, he's always yelling at his guys not yeah. to get penalties and yada, yada, yada. And he gets all the penalties, like, whether it be a personal foul for being an idiot. Or he holds literally every play. People, so does everybody else, but he gets caught for it. People just like him. Because he runs his mouth. No, they just like him because <laughs> he chugs. Yeah, that. He has yeah, a podcast. He, he chugs them. beers at the Preds. Yeah, that's, that's the only that's reason why they like him. But I think he's overpaid, too. He is and way they overpaid. Spent Better money on better offensive linemen. Oh, Antonio Brown coming back. We'll see. I don't yeah. think Pete Carroll's the guy to give him to, but <laughs> I don't know how anybody feels about that. But Jeff, you got anything else for this week? No, I mean, I think we'll just sit back and uh, enjoy this beautiful fall weather while it lasts and. Hopefully, get a Bears win. We'll we'll have the recap, maybe yeah. maybe a little groggy. You know, I might have to hit the whiskey if things go bad. But yeah. it, Tuesday morning, we'll we'll have the old Bears recap. We'll we do can, a little Titan Steelers recap to see if there's any upsets in college football. And for sure, you know, now that I don't have to watch football all, all day on Sunday, maybe I can break for a little Willow because I didn't do my homework. 
Oh, yeah. And we never talked about Lopez Lomachenko, which we got to get to. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that next week. All right. Well, that's the Village Idiot Podcast. Uh, Subscribe. Check out thevillageidiotpb.com. And we will talk to you on Tuesday. See ya. (laughs) 